Hey, what's up, everybody? I am John Ricard. This is Camera Work Podcast. Thanks for listening. I know you have a lot of choices when it comes to like what you're going to listen to, all kinds of podcasts and streaming music and all of that. And when you choose to listen to this podcast, I'm honored and I try to make it worth your, worth your time. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today was the Sony A9. Like the hype that I saw for this camera was really, really over the top. And in a way, it, it drove me crazy a little bit in a way because some of the specs really were impressive depending on what you shoot. Like if you were a wedding photographer and someone comes to you and says, look, we've got a camera that is completely, completely silent, 24 megapixels, and does like 20 frames a second, I think that's a really big deal. That's a camera you should be looking at and you should be excited about, and you can call it a game changer and all of these things, that's great. But what I kept seeing was a lot of people who don't shoot weddings, people who, say you're a portrait photographer in the studio, and these people are writing blogs about the Sony A9 or making videos, and they're still calling it a game changer or some kind of amazing camera. And I look at it like if you had a Sony A7R2, which is something like a 45 megapixel camera, great for the studio, why would you be excited by a Sony A9? It's not offering you anything. But I think what happens is so many people don't really independently look at the product. Like they don't look at the camera and go like, do I care about the new features? Instead, they're reading the Sony press release or they're reading what a previous blogger wrote. And because somebody else said it's a game changer or it's an amazing camera, then they feel they have to write it's a game changer or an amazing camera. And like I said, for certain types of photography, if you're a sports shooter and you own a Nikon D5, Sony A9 may not have anything really to offer you. D5's working just fine for you. What do you care that this is silent? Might that make a difference to you as a sports shooter? Or tiny bit better autofocus. Not that big a deal. It's not just about the specs. It's about how these specs affect your shooting. How are you going to make that judgment if this camera is a big deal or not? And I look at something like live photos on the iPhone. Like on paper, this is really amazing. Never existed in the history of photography before. You take a picture, and instead of just having that photograph, what you have is a second or two of video before the photo that you clicked and after the moment that you clicked. So it's like looking at a still image that comes to life. And if you take the time, you could really create something very interesting. You know, you could have a model like looking down and then she looks up to this perfect frozen image of her looking at the camera. Really cool technology. And when Apple introduced it, they showed some really nice samples at the demo of how you could use live photos, okay? Again, never existed in the history of photography. It's something in between a video clip and a still image. Amazing on paper. In practice, I don't know anyone who shoots live photos. I've had it now for like at least two years on my iPhones. I don't care, I don't use it. I don't know anyone who uses it. I don't know any platforms like Instagram or Facebook that can showcase a live photo. So although this is an amazing technology on paper, in practice, it's a big, who cares? And I think some of the things with the Sony A9 are like that. It is amazing to see a camera that says 20 frames per second with autofocus. That's great on paper. When you go out to take a picture of you know, a model and she's on the boardwalk in the golden sunlight, you're just kind of going, do I need 20 frames a second on this? My camera does five frames a second or it does eight frames or even three frames. Isn't that enough to capture this? Do I really need the 20 frames? Or again, silent shutter. 
very big deal if you were a courtroom photographer. And for a long time, I photographed a TV show called 106 in Park for BET. I was like the house photographer. And there were plenty of times that I could not shoot because they were rolling sound. And A9 would have been a huge deal to me at this point. Would have been a game changer if that camera were available when I was working for BET. I might have actually purchased it for that. But again, when I'm reading what people are saying about the camera, they aren't working on TV programs. That's not what their job is. They're portrait photographers in the studio. Or they're shooting girls on the boardwalk or they're doing fashion shoots. Okay, well, why are you excited about a camera that has less resolution than your Sony A9? What is it? No, the A7. Has less resolution than your A7R and has a silent shutter in 20 frames a second. Who cares? It doesn't affect you. So I would just love to see more bloggers like not look at the the specs on paper or look at how the camera might be useful to someone else but instead how is the camera useful to you are these features do they matter to you what do you need in a camera make more of a personal decision and if you've listened to this podcast before you probably know i use the leica system for a lot of my photography and uh, currently i'm using the m10 i sold my m9 sold my m240 and i sold my monochrome really all just to help me get the m10 but Truth be told, once I had the M10, I didn't want to go near those other cameras. They're too big, they're too slow. And when I'm using an M10, there's a lot of limitations to that camera as compared to my Nikons. But for a lot of what I shoot, I can deal with those limitations. They're not that big a deal. Making someone wait while I focus or the fact that I can only do three frames a second instead of 20, those just aren't issues for me in terms of what I shoot. The sound of the shutter is not an issue for 90% of what I shoot. So. I try to make the judgments myself when I'm picking a camera. I love the M10. I understand the specs are lesser than a lot of other cameras that are a lot cheaper, but it works for me. And I'd love to see people do that a little more, particularly when they're doing camera reviews and stop just rehashing the specs or rehashing what another blogger said. All right. Another thought that I had in the last week or so was when Father's Day came around, I was out of town. Um, I think I was in Chicago shooting something. and. My daughter sent me like eight pictures of me and her together. And, you know, it was, it was a nice thing. It was Sunday morning, Father's Day, bam, here's eight pictures of me and her together. And the funny thing was I'm looking at these pictures and none of them meant anything to me as photographs. These were all pictures, I guess, that were like on her phone and kind of stored away in her little archive. She's 12, by the way. And it were pictures of like me and her posing for the camera. So it was like us at like Universal Studios and I think a Disneyland picture was in there. There was one picture, I didn't even know where we were. Like when I looked at it, I thought it was Jamaica, but then I'm saying to myself, that can't be Jamaica because we're wearing coats. So I didn't even know where the picture was. The picture just had no significance to me because it was pictures of us looking into the camera in some location, some place we had gone. And when I think about my relationship with my daughter, the things that are special to me, the times that we're just hanging out watching TV together, the times we go to the movies together, when we train jujitsu together, like those, uh, when we do yoga, which is something we do periodically together, those are the things that are special to me. Like those are the pictures that I wish I had. But so many times those aren't the pictures that we take. Like if I'm in the basement doing jujitsu with my daughter, my wife doesn't come running in with a camera and say, wow, this is a special moment. Let me take this picture. And often I don't stop what we're doing to say, let me take a picture of this. I'm just living that moment. But it's just interesting to see that, that photo legacy that you end up with. 
at least for me, can end up being all pictures that are just not important because so many times I think we're not intentional about what we shoot. We think we're supposed to take a picture at Disneyland because we're at Disneyland. Or you go to a place like the, a lot of stores now have what we would call a step and repeat. Like you go to Sephora and then they've got like an actual backdrop that looks like a red carpet for like celebrities or whatever. Like the backdrop, what we, what we call a step and repeat. And it's like it has the hashtag Sephora and you know, beauty is you and whatever they're you know, pushing slogan is at the slogan that they're pushing at the moment is, and it's like set up for you to take a picture and put that on your Instagram. And I guess give free advertising to Sephora. And when I see that, I just have zero desire to take the picture to have no interest in me because it doesn't represent anything in my life. It just represents a step and repeat that someone threw up in a store. But my wife will take that picture every single time. If she sees a thing that's set up to be photographed, she's going to pull out the phone. She's going to take that picture. But in my view, those pictures are just not special. And I think, you know, we need to be more intentional about what we shoot. And I think one thing you can do is, like, you can write down either five things that you love about a person in your life, or five things that you love doing with this person, or five things that are special about the time you spend with this person. And then ask yourself, do I have pictures of those moments? those moments that I think are special. You could also kind of do it in reverse. What are five things that drive me crazy about my daughter or my wife? What are five things that I'm always, say, complaining about or, you know, teasing them about? Like my daughter watches a lot of uh, television. She watches on Netflix on her laptop. And, you know, we have to regulate that. We're constantly saying, like, hey, you watch TV long enough, go do something else. But that thing that drives me crazy about her, how much she watches TV, that's a memory that I have of her. That's a special thing. That's what's really in my mind when I think of my daughter is her sitting on her bed, watching that laptop, watching Netflix. Do I have a picture of that? Because that's something that actually reminds me of my daughter. And in this case, I do have that picture. I've got a million pictures of that because I am very intentional about, intentional about what I shoot. But I think for a lot of people who are listening to this, you might not really have that picture because for some reason it doesn't feel special. But, you know, when you get on a plane and you go to California and you go to Disneyland and you're in front of the Magic Castle and then you think, well, we need to take a picture of this. Look how much money we took to, take, to get here and how much time we spent to get here. This is special. And you take that picture. But if you're like me, you might look back at that picture a few years from now and it's really not that special of a photograph because it doesn't represent anything real in your life. It just represents the one time you went to Disneyland. And I think it's the mundane, the ordinary that is truly special in our lives. And when these people are gone from our lives or those situations change, like my 12 year old daughter turns 18 and maybe she's no longer living in the house. The thing that you miss about that person or maybe that person passed away in your life, what you miss about them is not that Disneyland trip. You miss sitting on the couch and, you know, whatever, the remote is far away from the two of you and you're kind of arguing about who's going to get up and go get the remote. That's what you miss. That's what you remember about the person when they're gone is how she used to sit on that laptop in that corner for hours and watch TV and you'd have to say to her, you know, hey, get off the laptop and go outside and do something. That's what you want a picture of. So, Maybe you take a minute and be a little more intentional about what you shoot if you're not currently do that, doing that now. Okay, so just a couple of thoughts that I had um, 
this past week, all right? Um, if you have something you want us to talk about here, definitely reach out. I respond to every comment on Instagram. I respond to every comment that's posted on YouTube as well about the podcast, okay? So love to hear from you, all right? Thanks for listening. If you want to find my Instagram, it's John Ricard, J-O-H-N-R-I-C-A-R-D. Love to talk to you guys some more, all right? I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye-bye.